Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the cynical cinephile. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are talking about butlers in love. Something I never thought I would say in a Hallmark movie, but uh, but here we are. Here we are. We did a little poll. Mm-hmm. Because we realized, you know what, we're not gonna get to we're not gonna get to all these January <laughs> movies. So we knew we definitely wanted to do North to Home because that one looks real good. Yes, it does. And we just couldn't choose between the other remaining three. So we let you do the choosing, and you chose Butlers in Love. I don't know why. I don't know why you guys chose this. Was it to be mean to us? I'm, I'm not sure. I couldn't I couldn't figure out if it was because they just wanted to see like if it was so bad and they just wanted to see what we would say or because everyone just really loved this movie. Well, let's let's get into it and find out just what we thought about it. So on that note, Stephanie is Butler's and I can't even say the title is Butler's in Love one that you would maybe put on watch again, focus in not being distracted by anything around you. Maybe while I'm butling butling we're gonna say butling so many times yes while you're butling is it one that you might have on in the background while you're butling maybe dusting a little bit vacuuming or is this one that you hope to never ever see again well i don't think butlers do vacuuming or or dusting maybe they do dusting i don't know i don't know i mean i would assume they do some chores because if they're ironing they got to be dusting too right yeah um well we'll we'll talk about it but this movie it surprised me a little bit. <laughs> I was not expecting to like this movie at all, really. Right. But I have to say, I would watch this movie again. Like on in the background or full full face? I would full on I would full on watch this movie. If it was on in the background, yeah, I'd take a look too. But I would watch it again. Okay. I would fully watch it again. I thought it was cute. It, it had a bit of a slow start for me. I was a little concerned. <laughs> or it was like playing to what I already thought it was going right. to be. Um, but somewhere in the movie, I just was like, you know what? I'm kind of liking I'm kind of liking <laughs> this. So, so yeah, I, w- I would watch it again. It was very surprising for me, but I, I liked it. Okay. I, w- I would not say love. I didn't love the movie, but I liked it. Okay. What, what about you? This is, this is a tough one for me. Uh, there's something you don't know about me. I actually did want to be a butler at one point in my life. No, you did I, not. I promise you I did. I promise you I did. Uh, growing up, I was a big fan of Batman. I loved Alfred. Alfred was one of my favorite characters. So he really got me into the whole butler idea. Uh, and then in high school, no, it was middle school. In middle school, I read Remains of the Day. And I was like, you know what? Being a butler sounds pretty awesome. So little known fact about me, I like butling. I like butling. Uh, obviously, that's not how my, my life turned out. Um, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't obsessed with it like uh, this main character was. Uh, with that said, I, you know, this is more of a background movie for me. Um, I don't know if I would, could sit down and watch it again. I think so far, this is by far the best January movie we've seen yet. Now, we haven't seen all of them, but so far, this is the best January movie we've seen. So for me, I'd, I'd watch some of the scenes. I, the movie kind of fell apart at the end for me a little bit. Um, but overall, I'm glad they tried some new things. This is not a party planning movie. This is not, uh, you know, one of the 
classic trope. So bravo for trying something new. And for the most part, I think it worked. Yeah, I think I just liked it because it was different. Yeah. It felt different to me. I liked seeing these new faces. Yes. And I ended up really liking both of them a lot. And I thought they had great chemistry. And yeah, I I really didn't know how the, the love part was going to come in. But I enjoyed it. And like you said, the ending did fall apart. So the beginning was not my favorite. The mm. beginning was slow for me. The ending did fall apart. But in the middle, there was some there was some good stuff in the, in the middle there. There's some juicy bits. Juicy bits. That we and and it was juicy enough for me to hold on to that I would, you know, say that I would watch it again. So yeah. uh, so why don't you go ahead and I, I'm so looking forward to this. Our butling plot summary. Go ahead and lay it on the people. So I actually wrote the plot summary before the movie had ended. It was like during a commercial and... How, how did you do that? That seems that doesn't seem fair. You know, it's a Hallmark movie, so it's not it's not that surprising. Right. I I mean, I pretty much gathered. Oh, well, we got an and, e- we got an expert over here, and um, it worked out. Okay, okay. So I mean, if I had to do some tweaking, then I would have, but it worked out. All right, because so. this plot, th- I, I got a little confused. Well, go ahead, go ahead, lay it on. Emma has always dreamed of being a butler. But when she is accepted into... <laughs> I'm sorry. That sentence is just crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Emma has always dreamed of being a butler. But when she is accepted into the butler academy, her dream seems a lot harder to achieve than she imagined. Especially when she meets Henry, an intriguing know-it-all who challenges her. When annoyance turns to common ground to something more... They work together to help each other achieve their dreams and fall in love. Mm. That was a chef kiss. That was a chef kiss right there. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. But I mean, the but <laughs> oh, there's so many crazy things. So um, before we get into all the, the wacky stuff that happens, give us the lowdown on our two main leads because you said already these are newcomers. I thought they did a great too. I love their interactions together. I love their acting. I thought their acting was spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and lay it down for us. Yes, we have Stacy Farber mm-hmm. who plays Emma, and Corey Cott who plays Henry. And yes, I agree. I thought they were both very charming. Uh, I thought they their chemistry was very natural to yeah. me. I didn't, I never felt like they were just like reading lines. Like I felt like they actually, you know, maybe did some ad living perhaps in this movie. Like it just felt very authentic to me, their relationship. Um, I liked how it progressed and I thought they were both really good with like the quirky sort of wit that was thrown in there. And yeah, I I really liked uh, Corey Cott uh, as Henry. Like I would, I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in more Hallmark movies. Uh, but her as well. I thought they were great together. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree 100% on that. I, th- I thought they were great together. It felt natural. I think that's the best way to describe this acting style between, and the chemistry between these two characters. It was natural. It was organic. It never felt forced. You know, some of these movies lately, you know, felt very forced. It felt like mm-hmm. they were just reading lines. This, uh, it was great. I mean, honestly, it was it was an excellent sort of pairing, excellent matching and if it wasn't for, I think, the end and a few oddities here and there, I think this would be uh, a must watch for me again. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be 
running to to see it again no. when i say i would watch it again but it was pleasant enough that i would watch it and like i said i'm here for the romance and i enjoyed the romance with these two and i think we need to give credit to the fact that hallmark did something different yeah I, I think that plays a lot to the strength because this is not one you're going to see again probably you're not going to see another another butler uh rom-com you're not going to see another butler rom-com anytime soon uh, and I think that's made it very unique and, and appealing. You know, we've seen a lot of these movies lately, and it's nice when they, they try something completely off the wall. Um, and for the most part, it worked. I think, you know, when we get towards the end, we can talk about how that kind of fell apart for me. But why don't we go ahead and, and talk about the meat cute? Because this meat cute, I didn't see coming. It, it came out of nowhere. It literally hit me in the back of the head. I didn't see it coming. Did you drop plates on the I, ground? I dropped or? some plates. Yeah. It, was a, it was a hot mess. So, I, Well, I want to quickly, real quick, before we talk about the me cute, I, I want to bring up the fact that, you know, you said you wanted to be a butler. Yeah. When you were young. For, for a brief period of time. Yeah. And like, how old did it start? Well, it started when I, when I was a young, a young lad, um, a youth. and Maybe uh, about like Emma's age. <laughs> it, was, it was funny because when that opening shot, let me just talk about that opening shot real quick because that was a beautiful opening shot. I mean, technically speaking, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me just stealing sure. this for a minute. You know, we, we, we get into this opening shot and they show a lot of like English countryside, English clocks and things like that. So they're really kind of playing it off. And all of a sudden they, they cut to this little girl and you have these this beautiful sunlight streaming in through the window, God rays coming off the, the window panes and the camera orbits. And you never really want to orbit. Orbiting is a is kind of like a, it's a way to have movement to a camera when you don't need it. But the orbit actually is an intentional because it goes around Emma, and we see that this whole English countryside it was just a TV the whole time. To me, this is one of the best shots in this film. It's lit beautifully and it has purpose. I loved it. So with that with that said, because I just really want to highlight that that part right there. Yes, I was about to read. Yeah. So in my mind, I was thinking. I felt that it was a little unbelievable that a like someone would no. be dreaming of being a butler since that age. No. Like I would understand like if you get older and maybe you're in sort of like this industry already and mm -hmm. then you like look into it and you're like, wow, like this is something that I really want to do. But from like a child, I thought that seemed a little unbelievable to me. But you're telling me yep. that that is that's 100 percent believable yeah it was, it was all alfred pennyworth uh from <laughs> batman i mean honestly so it was a tv show you know i used to watch batman the animated series i used to read the comics and alfred was awesome i mean he was sort of the backbone for batman you know he held him up and i, I love always i've always loved helping people too so it was like this, a natural thing i was like i could help someone be better basically and so it really kind of stuck with me now i wasn't like running to go to there but it was always in the back of my mind and then in middle school Again, when we read Remains of the Day, I was like, man, this, I, I get this. Like, I, I devoured that book. I love that book. You read Remains of the Day in middle school? Yeah, yeah. What, what school did you go to? It was, in, it was in Pennsylvania. Very, It was called like a Blue Ribbon School. They were, they were up there. They were wow. up there. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense for, for a middle schooler. <laughs> but uh, I did relate with the whole Plumpshire manner. You know, <laughs> See, I big, didn't because I never, I never watched Downton I'm Abbey. I'm a big Downton Abbey fan. I wasn't <laughs> watching when I was a child. But even still, I wasn't watching Downton Abbey thinking, like, I want to be a butler. <laughs> You're like, I want to be a lady. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be living in the house, but um, maybe not ironing you wanna be You want to be upstairs, shirts. not downstairs. No, but it is interesting how they talk about that it's so much more than like ironing shirts and, yeah. you know, placing 
oh, yeah, for table sure. placings and things like that. But yes, the meet cute. Also, I love that there's just something that we always like learn about each other when we when we do these. Episodes. It's like we don't talk. People are going to think we never we never talk to each other. Well, we have never talked about you wanting to uh, to <laughs> butling to to be a butler. It doesn't come up in everyday conversation. What can I no. say? No, but uh, the meet cute. So yeah. you know she's holding plates and. Well, no, it was first. You got to talk about so. This is like her first test, right? She gets into the school that she's been wanting to get into. And this is her being like, oh, I can carry this. You know, so this is her moment in front of the whole class, in front of the headmaster. This is her moment. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, I'm going to shine because, yeah. you know, she's done waitressing before, bartending. And she's done it all. She's been in this sort of like wait staff hospitality mm-hmm. industry. Uh, I also, I too, worked in the hospitality industry. I worked at a hotel mm-hmm. and I was on the banquet staff. So I did have to hold multiple plates to serve and we'd have like weddings or private parties and events and things like this. Uh, no, we weren't serving royalty. But when he was like, oh, you have to carry four plates, I was thinking, that's not that hard. I could carry three. Yeah. And there were some people that I worked with that could carry four. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure if I would have done it for longer, maybe I could have gotten up to four, <laughs> but this didn't seem like that hard of a challenge. So I was like, okay, like I could do that. Well, so, she had to get, I think she had to get some other stuff on there too. I was waiting for it to see like what they were going to load her up with. Yeah. But well, she, she does it. She has mm-hmm. the four plates in her hand and she's feeling pretty good about herself. And then in comes, you know, this, this person, uh, in, in the door behind her, Yeah. which to me, and we'll talk about Emma's, um, her journey, uh, through this academy, (laughs) but you would think I'm not going to do this right in front of uh, the door. I mean, at least I would hope she would think about that. Well, I mean, you know, this is her first, her first entrance, you know, she's nervous. I I get it. She's just going to grab it. I didn't even see the door. The door looked like a a secret passageway to me. It could have been a bookshelf. You know, there's no telling what that door was. So I get it. I get her what she did. Sure. Uh, well, Henry comes through the door. Yes, he does. Uh, literally, bumping into her knocking her down nearly killing not, her I blood mean, everywhere this could have been a bloody mess i know another like, horror movie another been, hallmark horror movie this could have been a real you know scary sight uh because when they show her on the ground and with all of the the plates broken in her hands mm-hmm. or i was just like oh my gosh like i thought she was going to cut herself yep. and then maybe there's going to be like a bandaging scene like and that was going to be like their first meeting no he just knocks her down and right from the start you see like she she's not a fan of him yeah which a lot of these movies start this way well he comes in first of all we need a little backstory here because you know for people that might not have seen this so apparently it's very very hard to get into butler school uh, apparently I, I have no idea i don't know if this is just you know a plot for the movie or if it's really like that Apparently, it's hard. But what are the qualifications? I don't because know. Because as we see throughout the movie, Emma is not qualified. She is not qualified to carry my dirty laundry downstairs. <laughs> like, I, I, for some, this is what's so ridiculous to this, to bring about this movie. For someone who is so passionate about being a butler mm-hmm. since she was a little kid, and for someone that's like, oh, you know, I had to take art history lessons because so and so butler school said I didn't need it, you think she would have mastered the basics. The very basics. And you see that she doesn't. Like, I would have been researching plate settings forever. I would have been doing it for my mom every night. Like, I would have been cooking. Like, it makes, that part made no sense to me. 
Well, it made no sense to me that she got in. Like, so that's why I was like, what are the qualifications? Like that, like if she didn't even know place settings and yeah. a lot of the people here seemed like there was that other guy. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name, but that he ends up leaving and everything. And they pay tuition. So they're not getting that tuition back. I just, am, I'm just, I was confused at like how she could have known so little um, of the physicality of it. She knows all the history and all this stuff we see, but the physicality of it, not so much. So that was very strange to me, because, like you said, because she was so passionate about it. Yeah. From um, a young, it's not like she was passionate about it like last year and she's like, oh. No. From, so basically we'll say, what, 10 years maybe? 12? I, I, I don't know how old she is or when she saw it. We'll say like 10 to 12 years. Sure. All right. So again, practice the place settings. You know, practice bringing plates for your mom because you live with your mom. I, that was the only sort of major plot hole in this film is that she's so bad. And she says, well, it's nerves. I, I, I get it, but I don't because nerves are, are different. You know, you're not going to forget these things. You're not going to be bad at everything. Everything she does is awful. A grilled yeah. cheese, Emma? A grilled cheese? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, because she's like, I'm not so good in the kitchen, but it's kind of like you work at restaurants, you've been wanting to do, and I know the butlers aren't cooking, but like they said, you might want to know some basic yeah. knowledge. So yes, it, obviously these movies are not always believable. This particular one to me, it bothered, it me. bothered me a little it bo- bit more too, me. because the whole point of the movie is that she's wanted to be a butler since she was so young, yet she doesn't even know like the basics yeah. of butling, but you digress. I digress. The meat cute, it was okay. I didn't... So, like I said, the beginning of this movie was not my favorite because at first I'm seeing, okay, she doesn't even know what she's doing. Like, this is just ridiculous. I thought Henry was just going to be, like, this snobby... Like, I just... I didn't like him. I thought it was seemed so, like, far-fetched that he would have even gotten in that, you know, he's just on his phone mm-hmm. all the time yep. and he's late. Late. Late all the time. Obviously, we figure out what's going on with him, but... I I wasn't a huge fan of this particular meet cute. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it was okay. It just seemed a little a little silly, but not in a good way. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't seeing any sparks there yet. So she was just kind of miffed that he pushed her over, ruined her like moment, and he just kind of didn't seem mm-hmm. to care. But uh, one thing I did enjoy about this movie, I didn't know that he was going to have a love for uh, cooking. Yeah. So I did love, and I know you would probably enjoy it too, that they brought that in there. And uh, I found it very believable to, you know, the information that he was giving about cooking and adding things here and there. I don't know. It was nice. Again, I always enjoy the cooking ones where Mm -hmm. there's like food involved. So that was a nice surprise for me that that was thrown in into this movie and it made for some really cute scenes between them. Yeah, no, it it really did. And, you know, oftentimes we'll have some of these chef characters and they're not very believable, but I believed his passion. I believe that he was very passionate for the kitchen and for cooking and that came through in some of the dialogue options, you know, especially the grilled cheese scene where he talks about how to make that grilled cheese just pop more. Um, you know, I, I get that. I, I get that a lot. And, you know, as, as I've said on the podcast before, you know, I was a chef for a little bit and, and I miss it. I miss it a lot. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I get a little misty eye when I, when I think about it, what I, what I could be doing right now being in the kitchen. But, um, one of the things that's interesting though, is, you know, in, as a butler, you're making what they're saying, like six figures at some places. So a, a good living, whereas a chef, generally speaking, is not making that. They are making 
next to nothing hardly. Even at even at nice restaurants, you're not making very much at all. And so for him, it was just all passion and not about the money. And I think that came through. Yeah. And this was another thing. And again, I don't know. I didn't even realize like butlers were still a thing, at least in America. I thought, yeah, maybe in foreign lands where they have royalty <laughs> and things like that and they need butlers. But uh, they're actually, I Googled, there is an academy in, it, there is a school in America for butling. It's in New York. There's okay. a, a butler academy in New York, but the most prestigious one, there is there is one that's like the International Ooh. Butler Academy, Ooh. and that is in the Netherlands. So Ooh. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't do a little Netherlands retreat, you know, a little trip over there. Yeah, but uh, but it is a thing, and you know, I was looking at I was looking at the girl because I was like, wow, you can make that much money mm-hmm. butling. I also love that it's called but. I do too. I didn't it's know great. that. I almost wish the movie had been called Butling in Love. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. People would have been like, what are we watching? What is this? I know, right? It's <laughs> catchy. Um, but uh, if we were to but, what is the, if we were to butling in North Carolina, yes, we would not be making six figures. So it does depend okay. where you are butling. So location, so location matters. Obviously, if you're butling for royalty, you're going to be making more. If you're doing it here somewhere in North Carolina, Maybe not so much. Mm. It was a little bit higher in uh, New York. Still not six figures, but... That's where we need to go if we want to be a butling. In a butling America. family. Yeah. Uh, I think you'd make the most in New York, but I guess we got to go to like the <laughs> Netherlands if we want to get that, that big money. So very interesting. And, I, and like we said, it was something different. I did... It, it was interesting to me. It was kind of like fun to see because I kind of like knew some of the stuff just mm-hmm. from like my training and like working at a hotel and so yeah i don't know i thought it was a cute sort of premise uh, different was some of it kind of like kind of overdone like i just felt like it was like okay like i get we're at the school but i think it was mostly because she just was so bad at it yeah that it was hard to watch yeah i mean i wish i wish that was handled better i mean we talked about it before but she was very bad maybe if she had been bad at certain things, you know, maybe she like I would like I would have loved to have seen her excel in something other than like the history of it. Like we see her in class, and there's like that little debate. Um, it just was weird because it felt like she was like everything she was doing, she was bad at it. it what she wasn't absorbing or learning yeah. anything. Like I thought there would be maybe like a progression, a progression to see her like getting better. But then all of a sudden, she's like amazing when they like make it a game. Which when, again, they, when, when they make it a game and then I guess when they start connecting and she kind of relaxes and, you know, that's that's sort of, again, the, the weaker point of the movie is that sort of plot hole right there. Yeah. Um, but as far as romance, uh, it was a little bit slow to start because yes, obviously was. they're annoyed with each other. So mm-hmm. it was a bit of a slow burn. But I do have to say when it got good, like it got really good for me and I really thought it was cute. And I have to say. It kind of started a little bit when the grilled cheese scene where he's like showing her how to make the grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cute. But one of my favorite scenes was when she goes to show him the Plumshire Manor show. Oh, and they're yeah. in her, yeah. her little room. That was a great scene. That's probably one of the better ones in the film. Yeah. This is where it got me. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, okay. And I felt like they were so natural with each other. Like I just felt like I was just taking a peek in in this mm-hmm. this scene that was happening. And, you know, she's crying from the show and he's just like, 
you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and, you know, he's obviously poking fun of it. But then it turns into like this kind of like really genuine conversation of him like explaining, like telling her the reality of what the job actually is, which yeah. again, how does she not even... You think she would have been talking to know? butlers, like doing some research? Like how has she not ever thought about this? Like if know. it was such a passion. I see now why her mom was so concerned. Like I see now why her mom was so concerned. Yeah, but I thought this this scene was really funny and it was really cute and I felt like the chemistry really started growing yeah. uh, right here. So I really enjoyed that scene. No, that scene was great. When he was doing like the accent of like the old butler yeah. and just... Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I, I think that was one of the better scenes in the film. Um, but let's, I think it's a good point to talk about technical uh, because technically speaking, you know, we always like to start with, with my favorite thing, which is lighting. Lighting was all over the place in this movie. It, there was never a consistent look and feel with this film. I mean, I talked about the intro with young Emma watching the, the show. That was lit so beautifully. Like I was a huge fan of that scene. And then it just kind of goes up and down. I mean, we have scenes where we have that ugly yellow light coming in, this orange yellow. Um, We have scenes which are very natural and and beautiful. And then we have scenes with awful, awful moonlight. And we need to talk about this because this is happening so much now that it needs to be brought up. So we, as, as a filmmaking community, need to find a better way to represent nighttime than with blue light coming in through the window. Moonlight is not blue. It is not blue, and it looks so bad and cheesy if you don't do it exactly right. So we have to come up with a new way. I'm open for suggestions. Um, I'm not seeing it in these films. I mean, we have any nighttime scene. It's just like this garish blue light on your face, and it's like, where are you? You're, you're not underwater. This is not happening. So maybe have a little bit of white to that light, you know, make it more of a whitish blue instead of just a, a bright aqua blue, but something needs to happen. I'm taking it. I'm, that's my soapbox. I'm taking this. Well, you heard it here, folks. Something needs to happen. Something needs to happen. I don't know what we got to do. I'm tired of it. Every every Hallmark movie lately is just like nighttime. Get that blue light. Let's have some blue light on them. <laughs> well, maybe the street lights are, are blue. What street lights? They I are, don't know. Maybe <laughs> the moon is blue in Hallmark world. The Hallmark first. Uh, something needs to happen. And then a few things. Also, speaking of nighttime, they do that that crazy thing where they take a, a day scene and then they just color correct it to look like it's night. And I'm using my. My, my quote fingers look like it's night. Don't do that. Just shoot it at nighttime. Come on, people. Again, these movies are shot very quickly and they, they yeah, have to work I'm sure on a they, time crunch. I'm sure they can shoot a scene at night. I'm sure they can just get, you know, the B camera out there, get a wide establish of the night scene. Let, let's call it a day. Well, I didn't really notice lighting too much uh, in really? this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> but back to a little bit of romance. If you must. So, so yeah, their chemistry, their little, you know, flirting and getting along is like trucking along. And I think that I really, and I've said it before and I say it again, I really enjoy the, uh, the relationships that, that are a little bit slower most of okay. the time. Like, cause to me it seems more believable. Right. And so I, I do think that she probably always was like probably thinking he was attractive yeah because you can tell she's kind of like checking him out even when she finds him super annoying she's like you know giving some like lingering stares and things like that but the other scene that i really enjoyed was when he's sort of giving her uh like a cooking lesson Mm -hmm. which because she's really bad at like pairing the wines she's bad at everything well yeah (laughs) (laughs) she reminded me a little bit of the um 
the ice hotel girl yes that was so bad at everything that oh, should not man. have been managing a hotel like i was thinking this girl should not be wow you're right anything you're yes 100 percent right good good call good call what is oh man and she floods the thing. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for being Although that Emma actually does get better. I don't yeah. know if uh, if <laughs> Hannah, I think was her name, ever does oh, get to that does point. Not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when they are in, like, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, I felt like maybe there was a lot of ad-libbing. I'm not sure if anyone was part of this movie. If you can let us know if there was ad-libbing. I do want to shout out the writing of this movie because Thank I, you. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, and all of that is credit to uh, Anna White, mm-hmm. who who wrote this movie. And um, looking at her uh, other movies that she's written, she wrote Check Into Christmas, which is oh. one, of, one of our favorites. Oh, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Good yeah, good job. Yeah, good I job. could see it. When I read I was like, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So, uh, yeah, great job uh, with that. There are so many good lines in this film. The, the writing, again, the story itself was really clever. Uh, for the most part, and the writing, I have so many lines written down. If you, if you don't mind, if I just read you a few. Sure. Okay. Uh, passion is something that you do outside of work, something that you strive for. This is, you know, our main man talking about this. Obviously, this is not Emma because Emma's just off the wall. <laughs> uh, and then he goes on to say, make time for balance. Beautiful lines. And then my other favorite one, existing in the moment instead of worrying about the next one. An- another great line from him. Like, he was just so wise and patient with Emma and just, oh, I loved it. I love these lines. Great writing. Great, great writing. Yeah, I really liked his character. I thought I thought it maybe was a little strange that he had never, like, had the talk with his parents. Like, hey. Well, he's I, tried. He tried. Yeah. Six generations, Stephanie. Six generations. Again, I don't understand. I didn't know people were still butling, that it was still, like, a thing in the family. But I'm sure it exists. Yeah. And so... But I really, I liked his his humor, but then he had like this really great depth to him as well. Um, and that we had these like really sweet, genuine moments. So it was like there was the humor and then they had that really nice vulnerability yeah. that, that we love. And to me, those make the best characters. I, one of the things I'd, I'd love to know is because he calls her Conroy a few times in the movie. He calls her by her last name kind of a playful little little jaunt, you know, sometimes you'll do that to your to your buddy. I want to know if that was ad-libbed or if that was in the script. That's one of the main things I want to know because I love that he called her Conroy. Yeah, it was a nice little touch. It was touch. playful. It was playful. Made mm-hmm. it, it made it very believable. Yeah, I mean, just how he how he was with her and especially that scene in the kitchen uh, where I was talking about uh, there was one like he he kind of was like I don't know. It was like just the way he talks because there is a way like if you read a script, you can just read a script or you can make it your own. Yeah. And I feel like he definitely made it his own. Yeah. Um, I think I think they both did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he just felt so comfortable like in the kitchen. And uh, so I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know if he really is a chef or he just is just natural. Just yeah, just a natural. But I really liked that uh, another cute scene but they have this really nice conversation where they talk about like passion and balance Mm -hmm. and it was it was funny to me because he's like asking her like what are you what are your passions like what do you like to do for fun and she really doesn't know and again this is what's confusing it's like all she's ever known is but like wanting to be a butler and like studying and working really hard yet she's she's awful at it it made no sense so it drove, me crazy. it drove me crazy. But I thought it made for a cute scene that she just was like, I don't know. Like, I really don't I'd be like, I'm going to be at home watching Plum Shire Manor. 
<laughs> I loved how he like would get the name of the show wrong. Like he, yeah. it was just cute. Their little back and forth, the chemistry. I just, I loved it. And you know, we do get an almost kiss. A weird, weird almost kiss. This scene was very weird too, because let me, let me just set it up for you. So they're eating ice cream, obviously as one does. And instead of eating it on a bench, you know, they're, they're doing the walk and talk, which is a classic, you know, Hallmark scene where they're literally walking and talking. And the reason they're walking and talking in this scene is because you have this beautiful green countryside mm -hmm. around. So I, I get it. It's very weird because it's kind of jump cutty here. We have a lot of odd angles on the conversation. I think they did a lot of coverage, but the cuts are a little too quick or a little too late. It's the editing in the scene just felt wrong to me. And, it, and so I, I kind of got lost in the sauce for this. Lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. Um, well, you know, this almost kiss was weird for me. I didn't notice the jump cuts, but I did notice how awkward this was. It's like part of me gets why she stopped him, but I wish she... Just kiss him. I would, Yeah, I wish they would have kissed and then she would have backed away and then be like, oh, you know what? This yeah. is probably isn't a good idea. That would have been made. That would have made so much more sense. Like I understood her reasoning, but the way they did it was like they were literally like ready to do it. Yeah. And then she just kind of like stops Ugh. and it just made for like an awkward scene. First of all, it's not like a good awkward. No, it just yeah. looked weird. Looked weird. Yeah. It looked weird. So um, kiss and then be like, okay, I need to get back to studying. You know, we'll talk after. Yeah. Because she is so bad. So it's like, yeah, she doesn't need this distraction right now. <laughs> and boy, would that have been a distraction for her? So I understood it, but I wish there would have been the kiss or maybe they would have like he would have gone in for it and she would have kind of been like maybe sooner. I don't know. Yeah. However it was done, it felt just a little too awkward to me. I agree. I, um, I'm, I'm right there with you. I agree. And even, you know, let's just jump to the, the end real quick. It, it bothers me because, you know, they don't kiss there. They obviously are attracted to, to each other. And this, I mean, this is after they have that. I think it's at no, it's late. It's before that one scene where he prepares her beef Wellington, like his best dish and they're outside on the veranda and they have all those twinkly lights all around them. It's like a little picnic outside. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I, lo I love that scene. It was just beautifully done. Really connection. I mean, they really kind of, they brought up the romance in the back half of this film hard, which makes it so hard to believe why she just leaves at the end without like, uh, oh, by the way, here's my cell phone number. Let's stay in touch. Speaking of weird things, and I don't know if maybe this got cut, but mm -hmm. like the beginning of the movie, Emma meets lisa yeah is she and she ends up being her roommate yeah and they're at the academy yeah i was I gonna really, bring her up yeah i really liked lisa she was great they had a great connection believable yeah she was played by manuela sosa yeah. and i was like oh this is gonna be fun yeah and then lisa disappears she vanishes she's gone she's not even in the room when they're like watching plumshire manor i'm like mm -hmm. where's lisa it's she like, had she had the uh the necktie on the doorknob so lisa needed not to come in I don't know, but I was really disappointed was that too. Lisa just disappears. She, it's I, like Emma doesn't have any. You would think like I thought she would go back to her and talk to her about what's going on with Henry. Yeah, girl or, time. You know, yep. like mm -mm. think. No, she just literally disappears. And like you said, when she leaves, like we don't even get a goodbye between them. And I guess that's because Lisa disappeared. Like, I don't even know what happened to Lisa or how Lisa is doing. Oh, you're right. They don't. She doesn't even give a goodbye to Lisa. Either. No. So I don't know if these are scenes that ended up getting cut for time. Wow. Yeah. But it was really upsetting for me because I thought they were going to have this really great like girl friendship. And mm -hmm. then no, nothing. 
Yeah, it must have been cut for time. Um, I think they could have gotten rid of some of her, the scenes of her messing up in, in butling school. Yeah, there were so uh, many. There's a bunch. <laughs> I mean, I remember being like, okay, let's 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 get it going here. So, uh, yeah, I hate that she was cut. I, I think that would have been a nice wrap up to have some more scenes with her. But you know, the, I didn't realize it was the final when they were doing yeah. like the thing. So I was like, okay, that's kind of strange. But she does obviously get through the final. I, she doesn't say goodbye to Lisa, obviously, but she doesn't really say goodbye to, to Henry either. It's 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 weird to me that they have this connection. They're just like, okay, see ya. There, there's nothing. And then you have the teacher kind of standing in the doorway watching their interaction. And I'm not sure why he was doing that. Did you did you figure that out? It was kind of strange to me. Yeah, I let's talk about Mr. Willoughby Please. for a second. Uh, I don't know that you, I don't think you know this. I don't. I don't think you recognized him. I hope I didn't. But he was played by Maxwell Caulfield. Okay. And Wait, he, Max Caulfield? How do I know that name? Why do I know that name? He was in Greece too. <gasps> That's how I know it. He is the cool rider. Wow. With wow. Me, with Michelle Pfeiffer. And I was not realizing it either. I kept th- saying like, wow, he looks so familiar. Like, who is this guy? He looks yeah. so familiar. And so when I Googled him, and then I was just like, holy <laughs> Moses, I did not realize that was him. So that was a fun fact. And yeah, that scene was weird. He was probably like my least favorite character. Really? I, I liked him. He was cool. He was, um, he was creeping on him. He was creeping hard in that doorway. Like it was a weird scene. You see him in the foreground. He's in the background, like looking at them, approaching them closer. Like why? Why are you doing that? I felt like he was supposed to be like this, like kind of like tough, scary person. Yet to me, if he was that like hard on all the students, like there is no way that Emma would yeah, have stayed. She, but she had passion. She had passion, and that's very important. Important. Well, passion, it only gets you so far. She yeah, was I, she was terrible, and I think that if he was like this, you know, stickler for everything, as they like talk about, and said, yeah, there's no way gone. she would have lasted no. that long. Follow your dreams, kids, only to a point, though. I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta know when to give that dream up. Yeah. So I don't know what his soft spot for Emma was, <laughs> but he kept her in for some reason. Um, and I honestly, I think he planted that wrong bottle of wine just to give her yeah. a hard time at, at the end. Was she, she wanted the, the recommendation. He needed to make sure she could be cool under pressure. Yeah. I know for a fact he did that. I know for a fact yeah. he did that. Uh, but yes, that final exam did sneak up on us. That was just like, oh, okay, we're done. She's terrible, terrible, terrible. And then now all of a sudden now she's good. she, she aced it, yeah. but, um, good for her. And so she, she gets her dream job and oh, this is God. where we talk about, at least for me, where this sort of this fall, this, falls this, apart. For the me. movie falls apart when she says goodbye to, to Henry. I mean, it falls. It doesn't fall apart, but it's weird that she's so bad. But the end, when she finally gets her dream job, and when she just says bye to Henry without so much as a like a kiss on the cheek. No, is there, there might have been no. Kiss on the cheek. There is no. There, I think there was a kiss oh, on the no, cheek. Oh no, he does get a kiss. Yeah, there was a kiss on the cheek, but without so you know without like a, a handshake, we'll say. Yeah, he literally helped her. Yeah. Like. Achieve her ultimate dream job. No cell phone numbers exchanged. Yeah, he just gets a a kiss on the cheek. So she goes to Scotland for her dream job that his parents helped her get, keep in mind, and ends up, she doesn't like it. It's not what she thought it would be. And to me, it it's like, come on. I mean, this was this was painful. Well, we haven't so we usually talk about conflict, Right. right? Your favorite thing. There was no conflict here. It was well. Beautiful. There wasn't conflict between Henry and Emma, but there was conflict with Henry and his family, and yeah. it just kind of like 
they just throw it in at the end. Like there's just this, all this family drama. He's like literally going to start his new job the next day, the next day. And he's like, Nope, I'm not doing it. Mom and dad, I'm not doing it. And he throws his cufflinks on the table. That sad was so, I mean, that's sad. That scene was so sad because after he says all this, you know, his dad's obviously hurt. His dad picks up the cufflinks. Did you see him pick up the cufflinks at the end of the scene? Yeah. And it's like, it broke my heart. Um, and that's not resolved. We don't know what happens. Like, we don't know if they're talking. You know, obviously, we have a flash forward, you know, to things. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But we, we don't know what the resolution of that conflict is. And, no, and that, we that know, bothers me. We know that him and his, uh, that his mom. And, yeah, his mom know, and him are what about the dad? They'll be fine. Yeah. But so, the dad, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, the end just kind of falls apart for me. She has her dream job. She doesn't want it. She's driving away in a taxi and then sees Henry on the road because he's coming to her. And then it's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, let's, I don't know. So, so this was what I was confused about. Please. When she's leaving. Yep. In a taxi. Down that road. Yep. She's in Scotland. Yeah. But look how, again, sorry, I got to, I got to steal this away from you again. That scene with her in the car, it's that low angle shot. You got natural light streaming from that car window. It is so beautiful. I, I can't get over how good this scene looks. And that's what kills me about this movie is that we have these beautiful scenes like her in the car. And then we have just. Well, it's because they were in Scotland. It must you know, be. They, they went all the way to Scotland just for this little bitty. Just for that scene. car scene. Just for that yeah. beautiful. Uh, thank um, you. Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah. No, she's in Scotland leaving. And he's going to the estate to find her. So, it's, but, it's fake. So, he flies all the way to Scotland? Well, no, like, no. Because they're just, in England. He's in England right now with his parents. When he has that fight with his dad, he's his in England. His parents live in England. Yes, yes. Okay, that's what I didn't understand. Yeah, Scotland I was like, is like an hour away. How did England. he get to the Scottish <laughs> estate Yeah, he, he that lives, quickly? He's hanging out with his parents. Did he walk there? Like, yep. he's not even in a car, he's not right? In a car. He's just walking he, down the long path. He was path. thinking about his life. I'm like, do his parents live next door? Like, I was very <laughs> confused that he just got there that quick and then she was leaving. I was like, wait, is she coming to see it's him? Fate. And is he leaving, leaving no. his parents' house with just a bag? That scene was confusing to me where exactly they were yeah. in the world. But okay. I think I was just so taken aback that she was literally quitting her job after what? I don't know. How a long week, was she there? Probably a week. It was, it's ridiculous. It makes me so. And I uh, love how her mom just had to like, just be like, whatever you decide, honey. Uh, and like, she's uh, not thinking, what is wrong with I my child? I paid for your tuition. This has been your, your dream. Like you have your dream. Like so many things also i think her mom might be a vampire because she did not age from when i'm glad she you was brought that up girl. i'm glad you brought that up she's 100 percent a vampire yeah. she's 100 percent a vampire that storyline may have been like a little too much so they cut that out but <laughs> she looked exactly the same from when she was a little girl yeah. till yeah. they didn't even try they no didn't try. but um i'm all about you know people can change their minds and you know that happens not Emma, though. I mean, she's been obsessed with this. It doesn't. It makes zero sense to me. It, but it, what was so crazy to me was like she never even thought for a second. I mean, she did watch Plumshire Manor, right? Did. Like those people were not. They didn't have lives, right? You know, that's all they did. Yep. It never crossed her mind. Oh, I might not be able to have like a life outside of this or like a family. Yeah. Until Henry brought it up. It's. It makes no sense. Um. And I hate it. It, it bothers me. Like, and I feel like there was a way that she could have 
done both, which I guess they were trying to say at the end that she kind <sighs> she of she becomes is. a butler at a hotel that he's working at as as the chef. I thought, she, I thought he would have gone to the manor yes. as the chef because when they said Beef Wellington, I'm like, oh my god, he got a job there, and now they're going to be together. I thought so too. Um, I thought that would have been a better way much, to go. Yeah, much better ending. It's they both get their yeah. dream job and they get to be together, but now she quits her dream job. Yeah. Because all of a sudden she's just like, you know what? It's not what I thought. Yeah. I just don't want to do it anymore. And, and it's funny because that's why I got out of out of cooking was because I realized, you know, I wouldn't be able to have a life. I realized that it would be extremely hard for me to have any sort of life outside of cooking, any sort of, um, you know, girlfriend, wife, kids. You know, it's very hard if you're in the restaurant, you know, 24-7. So I, I understand that, that you, you basically have to commit yourself I don't know why she didn't know that beforehand. If I knew it, why didn't she? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I honestly, I was thinking about it. I think I would have rathered it be more open-ended that we wouldn't have seen yeah. them at the hotel after. Like if they would, because they were just like, well, what are we going to do? Like, I I think I would have rathered it in right there in Scotland on that road. Yeah. And oh, we would man. have had a nice How romantic kiss. is that? Yeah. yeah. So she's like, I just quit my job. And he's like, I just left my family. I quit my job too. They're both jobless. They're just like, what are we going to do? Isn't that like the end of The Graduate when they're driving away? That's the end of a lot of movies where they're just like, what are we going to do? And then that's how it ends. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been a better ending. That wouldn't have been Hallmark though. You know, Hallmark has to have the Well, this movie was already a little. That's true. Not like Hallmark having. Fair point. This, you know, this unique storyline. But. So yeah, they're at a restaurant hotel and, you know. Well, even think about this. So not only, I'm sorry, we're harping on this end because it's so ridiculous. She uh, ruins her relationship with Mr. Willoughby because he wrote her a letter of recommendation. Mm -hmm. She ruins her relationship with uh, Henry's parents because they gave her a recommendation too. I mean, think about that. Like that is a slap in the face of everyone that, you know, put their necks out on the line for you. So not only... Is she being, I think, immature about this, but she's hurting these other people that risk their own reputation for it. Yeah, that 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 might be some uh, awkward family get together. Oh, my goodness. Because, uh, yeah. you know, Willoughby is friends with his Henry's family, yeah. too. No, so I'm sure he'll be there at, it's the, a hot mess. Hot mess. at their wedding, I'm yeah. sure. Um, so, yeah, I appreciated that we didn't have any ridiculous act eight conflict. Um but at the same time, we had some weirdness at the end. We so. just had a ridiculous ending. Yeah. But we do get some kisses. Go for it. Tell me about these kisses. We don't have any blazing infernos here, but we do have some sparks. Ooh. It's, yes. been, it's been a minute since we've had it, a blazing inferno. It has inferno, been yeah. a minute. And these two provided. <laughs> they uh, So the first kiss was, was good. I would say sparks, you know, when they're mm-hmm. kissing by the car in Scottish town. Scottish um, town. Yep, that's what it's called. And then it sort of like melds into the future kiss where yeah. they were throughout the hotel, which I still don't think we needed to have that. But I think the second kiss actually was better when they go in for it again. A so, lot of passion. There's some passion in here. Yeah, like it was sparks, but there were like, it was a lot of sparks. Yeah. So it wasn't quite Blazing Inferno. It was close. But there were a lot of sparks <laughs> flying around. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I did feel like it did feel rushed at the end. Like it kind of like, you know, oh, she quit. And then they're just like, Oh, we're at the hotel. And you know, it just, I yeah. don't know. I just couldn't get over. Like I just, I think my mouth was open the whole time that I just couldn't believe she left, left the job in, in it's, Scotland. It's pretty wild. It's like pretty wild. all that she went through to get there. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, you know what? Nah, Nope. Not, not for, for me. <laughs> and she went to art school for art history. Like she did all this stuff. I, like, let's just stop talking. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Uh, uh, but 
regardless, there there were really cute moments. I, I liked yeah. these two, like we said, a great chemistry, which is like my main thing. So all in all, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I mean, I, I was too. I mean, I was too. And there were some good moments. And technically speaking, I mean, we didn't mention the music. I thought the music was actually fantastic in this film. Uh, there are moments here, especially when she gets to the school, you could hear it and I loved it, but it wasn't overpowering. So great job on the music. Uh, and also, just real quick, there's a scene. I'm going to tell you my, my other favorite scene because there's a few of them here where his parents come to the school and we have this shot. It's a straight on shot, a nice wide of Henry in the kitchen polishing silverware. And there's an overhead light on him. There's like two ferns to the side. Like it's so symmetrical. It's almost like a Wes Anderson shot so beautiful i loved it it seemed so out of place for this film but it was it was shot beautifully so we have moments like that we have her as a little girl and we have um that car scene that are just shot wonderful so overall really good but uh well the director of this movie was the same director as raise a glass to love oh there you go we got those nice shots then yeah that explains it uh, david weaver yep so well, great props, job. Props to him for those shots that you love so much. And uh, and that was Butler's in Love or Butling in Love. You know, I think this is so far, so far, we haven't watched all of them, obviously. So far, this has been the best January film by leaps and bounds, in my opinion. Which is kind of crazy to say that Very this crazy. was the best <laughs> one. Yeah. But I mean. But Butler, you know. <laughs> um, but no, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Thank you for voting for this one. Uh, I don't, again... I'm curious to know why why you picked this one, uh, but you know I enjoyed it. So good pick, guys. Uh, I feel like it could have gone could be either yeah, could either, be either or way, you either, either love this one or hate it. But um, yeah, I thought it was cute. I didn't. I tried not to take it too seriously when yeah. I was like, okay, this is what we're in for. We're it's butlers yeah. and in love. So you know, I wasn't. I think it is better to have low expectations and then be surprised. Yep. Um, whereas I had maybe some higher expectations, higher expectations for some of the previous mm. ones. Um, but, uh, we are going to do North to home, yep. which I think is a serious one. Yeah. I can't so wait. So we might have some tears, uh, for the ugh, next episode. Ugh. And then we're headed into, to love you, Wary. Where we're going to look at some more veils. We got a, man, this veil series. A lot got- of veil movies. We've got the, the unveil, <sighs> the wedding veil unveiled. Oh my God. And I'm not quite sure what the third one is. Do we know called. if it's the same director and all that stuff yet? Not yet. We'll talk about it uh, yeah. when we when we watch all those. Right. We're gonna but talk. We'll, but, we'll see. But no, thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate all of you. Uh, please make sure to like, subscribe, review, and uh, send us comments. We've had some great conversations over the last few weeks with some people. So really appreciate all of you. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, we really, really appreciate when you guys uh, rate us uh, and leave a review Mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts. It just, it really makes our day when we see those come through. And um, we love seeing that we have new listeners finding us and enjoying the podcast. So Uh, If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure that you give us a rating and write a review if you'd like. Uh, And yes, thank you all for consistently listening Mm -hmm. and supporting. And we will see you next time. Thanks, guys.